Welcome to the Amplifying Leadership Podcast, where we bring you inspiring guest stories on leadership topics by sharing information, tips, and more. My name is Tara Lehman, and I'm a partner, coach, and consultant at Twin Life Coaching and Business Services, of which Amplifying Leadership is a division. Leaders, we are here to support you with tools, coaching, workshops, and more. To learn about all of our services, please visit amplifyingleadership.ca, where you can also learn about our community. Today, I am welcoming Denise Beaupre. Denise is a leadership trainer, coach, mentor, and business advisor, as well as a best-selling author and keynote speaker. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm pleased to be here. Great. So I like to start with learning a little bit more about you and your leadership story for our audience. So why don't you tell us a little bit how you got into leadership? Honestly, I think I feel that I was raised as a leader because my parents were business uh, business entrepreneurs and ah. they raised us, you know, with very good values. And yeah, so leadership to me is not only leading leading a, a team, it's also mm-hmm. being able to lead yourself. So I believe I was raised in that kind of an environment and with exceptional values and really go, great role models. Uh, but later in life, uh, I started a career in real estate, which I was very successful. Good. And, uh, you know, that's, again, leading yourself. When you're a realtor, you're self-employed. You have to be disciplined to go to work every day to, to mm-hmm. do what is needed to be successful, right? And um, you're also a leader for your clients. You need to guide mm-hmm. them in the right direction. And then eventually, I mean, even during those years, I also had a another business, which was a trucking business with uh, my ex-common-law spouse at this point, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, at one point in 2015, I left the real estate career and mm-hmm. joined him 100% of my time. And I quickly realized that there was quite a difference in leadership as well. Now I was responsible for a team and mm-hmm. it kept growing and growing. So it was uh, a trucking business, which is a male-dominant industry. And female uh, being in a male dominant industry can be uh, challenging and it can test mm-hmm. you to your core. And right. those were all things that I experienced, honestly. <laughs> but uh, I managed to find my way. And that's pretty much the thing is that I remember when I was in real estate, I was exposed to a lot of conventions and motivational speakers and a lot of training. I don't know exactly when I started getting a passion for, you know, speaking in public or helping other people, but I think that developed itself. So over the years as a leader, it it was a passion that I had in the background and it was quite a strong passion actually. So that led me to where I'm at today, which is to help as many business entrepreneurs as I can to become great leaders, to just rise above anything that life throws at us. So I love it. Yeah, that's a great story. And one that's very close to my heart, in case our audience doesn't know, I also came from the trucking industry and Denise and I don't know each other. So this is very uh, coincidental. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So I want to ask you a little bit about um, because, you know, it's extremely male dominated industry, uh, I believe, probably close to worldwide. Yes, there are female leaders in it, like you and I were, but definitely the biggest obstacle for females who lead would be overcoming some of those male-dominated 
industry obstacles. So when you think about all the obstacles on your journey, mm-hmm. what are some of the greatest obstacles on any of your journeys? I was just using the trucking as an as an example that you've had to overcome. Yeah. So, I mean, life is an obstacle, isn't it? There's always some challenges <laughs> in every direction. So, uh, but for me, I would say finding my way uh, as a female entrepreneur in a male mm-hmm. dominant industry was quite a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it, 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 the culture is different. Uh, the lingo is different. They mm-hmm. always knew me for years as the boss's wife, who was a realtor, yeah. right? I, they knew I was involved in the trucking industry, but they, they didn't see me on a regular basis. So uh, I was met with acceptance. However, I had to find my way and earn the respect mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, because it wasn't given. So I had to go and find that myself. And one of the best ways that I did that is I went looking for somebody to lead me. You know, we oh. we tend to think that, uh, oh, if you're a leader, you've got it made or you're you don't <laughs> need any more training or you don't need any more uh, mentorship. But it's it's false. So it I went searching for somebody that I had heard on stage when I was in the real estate business, which was uh, the late Bob Proctor. Mm-hmm. And I was mentored by him for many, many years. And that helped me. That really guided me because um, I understood <clears throat> that leadership is about people. Yes. So I had to find my way and, and show them that I was on their side. I was there for them and to, you know, empower them. I was there to help them. And yeah. that's that's how I overcame that obstacle. That's awesome. That's awesome. So kind of sticking with the same type of topic, but talking communication, is there, as a female leader, is there some types of communication or or is there a way that communication should look like, do you think, or examples of things that maybe you did as a female leader? I think female leaders are more open and come from the heart and they lead with love. I know that's the way I went about it. And I was not afraid to say to people that I, that I loved them, you know, they were my team, they were my family. So I think we're just more open to feelings and emotions and understanding people and being able to relate to them. We are not necessarily having to hide our feelings. And quite frankly, I don't think we can sometimes, you know, I, know <laughs> I certainly couldn't. Uh, so yeah, transparency is important as well. I feel that we need to put away the traditional leadership style and sure. embrace the transparency. And your team will follow if they understand your values and where you're um, headed with the business. And if that fits with their values, they will definitely want to sh- follow you. So I, I believe that it's all about communication and explaining why are decisions being made? Why are we doing this? Why are we going in this direction? You know, and try to always bring it back to common sense, you know, bringing them down to down to earth reality. You know, one big thing that I've learned in business is that you have to stop looking at the competition and you have to be creative in your own way. And 
and, and that's in any industry. I mean, it was happening in the real estate just as much as it, was, as it was happening in the trucking. You would see other people perform maybe better than you, and then you would start losing sight of your own goals. And even in trucking, you know, for us, I was in a car hauling business, so we hauled cars. Mm-hmm. And so you can easily see the cargo that your competition is driving down the road with. So yeah. you would have a lot of, I would get a lot of people or employees calling me saying, oh my gosh, this company's hauling these cars and how come we didn't get them while our trucks were completely full. And I kept saying, well, you know, don't you think that they maybe they're wondering how we got our business? So how about we just focus on what we do best and not worry about the competition? So it's just a matter of bringing them back down to earth instead of like the dramatic part of, you know, team environments and causing, you know, conflict and, and it's not necessary. So mm-hmm. it's, communication is important. And I'd love to, a lot of the points you touched on. I'm going to go back to one, which is something that um, you're not the first one to bring it up, but it's, it's a big point And I'd like to make it is people need to understand their why and their purpose. If they don't know that in a company, they're not giving you a hundred percent, are they? I Absolutely mean, not. Yeah, they have but, to know why they're there. Yeah, and if I can expand on that, I mean, yeah, and maybe that will come in later in the conversation as well, but it's a leader's job to understand the vision and the values of their team members. That's yes. what makes a difference when you're leading a team. Um, you know, we're all individual people. We all have a story. We all have a reason for what makes us happy or makes us tick. We have, you know, our values because of the way we were raised or yeah. belief systems. And each one of these team members are raised differently and ha- and bring so many different things to the table. So that's our job is to understand not only where the company is going, but most of the time it's with the team that it should be developed on where the company is going if it's worked together as a, let's say a brainstorming session where everybody Mm -hmm. understands this is where we want to see the company going. The chances of you having people coming in to work with intent rather than just a paycheck is at a whole very different, right? So very different level and brainstorming is a great way to, to achieve a goal and allow everybody to feel included and heard. And, and maybe they may have the best opinion where if you didn't ask them, you may not have got that absolute great I, way forward. I love brainstorming sessions and you're Me right. Too. We don't, uh, one person doesn't have all the ideas. It takes a team and it takes the people that are doing the work to know okay. what is necessary. And if we're not tapping into that, we're missing out on a lot of options and a lot of opportunities. 100% so agree. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So if you think about now your female leaders that you're helping now through coaching, mentoring and business services that you do offer, are there any large obstacles that they're bringing to you? Um, well, there's a need for change right now. We're in a new normal where yeah, at least no people kidding. are confused. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> everybody's confused the, the direction yeah. of where this world is going really is uh, is confusing for everyone my biggest take on the obstacles in the industry of like in leaders is that there seems to be a big misunderstanding of what leadership stands for and I we agree. have a lot of people being put in leadership positions that don't get training that don't mm-hmm. have a clue And they feel that just because they have a title, a specific title, it makes them a leader. And it's not, you know, and then you've got 
at the opposite end where you've got too many people that are taking advantage of their leadership title, which could be bringing, you know, power struggles and abuse of power, or, you know, just for the love of money or whatever. So we have a very wide um, outlook on leadership and it just needs to be developed. At the end of the day, I compare leadership to parenting. Now, don't get me wrong, I've never had any children, but I've been raised by parents and I have siblings that have kids and I know what parenting is. And it really is. I mean, when you're raising your kids, you make all the decisions according to what you feel is best for your kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, when you're in a leadership position, it's the same situation. It's what's best for the company, but what what's best for the employees at the same time? If you want to retain your employees, you're, you have to look after their best interests. So I feel that there's a, a disconnect there. And especially right now with all the changes in the world, all yeah. the challenges that we're all feeling in different ways, we are putting the training, the leadership, like understanding where leadership is going. We're putting that aside just to get comfortable with the new technology, for example, or understanding what what the changes are going to be. Mm-hmm. Well, if we don't develop our leaders, you know, that's going to be even more difficult. Yeah, I agree. I'm seeing the exact same thing. The new leaders are struggling because maybe they had to be thrown into it. I mean, we went through a time where it was difficult to get employees, depending on your industry, and they're just thrown in yeah. or they're promoted. And you're right, like training doesn't necessarily happen. And so they really have no idea. And so that whole title thing comes into play. And and that is so difficult, as you mentioned within a changing world because yeah. we're all trying to adapt to our new normal as you put it and we've got all these new leaders out there who have no clue maybe no training and everybody's just kind of uh, you know just going just doing what they can and and I think a lot more coaching mentoring training is needed for what kind of place we're in today yeah and I think everything is so expensive right now that everybody's trying to you know figure out where to put their money but you know, developing their leaders is again, the, the best, uh, even a leader to go look for help. Like I did, yes. that's your best investment. That's the best thing you can do for yourself or the business. But I also find that people that are put in these leadership positions that have still think that they have a nine to five job is not really uh, embracing leadership the way it should be because yeah. a leadership position is not a nine to five job. You are going home with, okay, how am I going to make this person's life better? How am I going to fix this for them? How am I going to do this? How am I? So it, it's never ending really, uh, mm-hmm. responsibility that I feel leadership is probably one of the biggest responsibilities you'll ever have in your entire life. If you yeah. do. Right. And think about what you said earlier, leading yourself. I mean, how many people's health fails because they forget about their own self-care or leading themselves first. Um, so, so yeah, I like that. That's, uh, that's interesting. Well, I've been there. I've forgotten yeah. all the, all the basics that I should have followed for a while, especially during yeah. COVID and the results were kind of disappointing, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it's when you stop taking care of yourself and you think you're strong enough and you can handle it and you take the, the whole burden on your own shoulders and, uh, everybody needs help. Everybody yep. needs support. So yeah, we need to leave ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I've had a coach or mentor since 2017, because it's so important for us to build those skills. Yeah. So 
Let me ask you this. What do you feel if we put leadership as a whole, even within mm-hmm. our changing world, so not necessarily just females, but as a whole, what do you think is one of the biggest pieces or parts of leadership that we need today to lead effectively? We need to be ready to adapt to anything that comes our way. Good we point. need to um, invest in our people. And again, I mentioned it earlier. We really need to understand that we're in the people business. You can have any building out there with for a business, but if there's no people in it, there's nothing. Exactly. So in the last few years, that's been quite a challenge because there's been remote work and there's been a lot of empty spaces and it's going back to the office. You know, that's so important to, Mm -hmm. for everybody. There's nothing better than human interaction for social. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, But as leaders as well, I think we need to understand that it's not in, we're, when you're a leader, it's not about us anymore. It's not about, the mentality of, well, I'll do this. What's in it for me? It's yeah. uh, it's no longer what's in it for me. You're responsible for an entire team and the vision and where the business is headed. And so it may be short lived, you know, when you say it's no longer about me or what's in it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a that's a sacrifice. And that's what leadership yeah. is all about. That's what parenting is all about. Right. You're making sacrifices for where mm-hmm. you want to head. So you have to make that sacrifice for a while. Is it going to be a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years? I don't know. Eventually, it will become more about you because you will have worked through what you needed to work through, right, to reach your yeah. goal. But in the meantime, to have that big responsibility is beyond, you know, anything. And it's unfortunate because, I mean, we're all human and we all have to take care of ourselves. That's the balance. Yep. Yeah. But being responsible for a team um, you got to put some of your desires aside for a while. Yeah, it's it's no no longer um, you know the me myself and I. It's us. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So if our audience today had to take that big key takeaway, they they take nothing else away, but they take this. What is the biggest tip you have for them today? I'm very big on creativity, and only because that was one of my biggest lessons that I learned throughout the my career in real estate and trucking and from my mentor Bob Proctor and he always said stop competing and start creating that human beings are creators you know so when you stop and look at it we compete all the time with either business competition or amongst co-workers somebody might be looking like they're getting ahead of the game or getting up and up in the ladder faster than somebody else or even in your family or your neighbors we're always competing but we are meant to be creators and there's a way to create ideas. There's a way to, I know that when I embraced this and this was before COVID, before all these challenges and I was being mentored by Bob and I went to a whole different level in my business, reaching, you know, top fastest growing companies in Canada. I had a growth of 283% over a five year revenue, you know? So it shows that once you stop worrying about the competition and what they're doing, because they're not, we're not doing the same thing or we don't have the same values or you, you know, you're running your team in a different manner. You just have to come up with creative ideas that will make you stand out from the crowd. And that's what I did. And, and it paid off. Right. So it's stop looking at the competition and find your own way. I love that. And creativity is so important. I mean, you and I do practically the same thing in some respects. But why look at it as competition? 
There is so much help that's needed out there and, and there's no need to look at it as a, I hate the word competitor sometimes. I'd rather it be something like, uh, you know, a, a co, not co-worker, but co-company, something, yeah. right? <laughs> I often, uh, when I speak to people, I often talk about, you know, we all operate from a place of fear, whether we like to admit it or not. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, that's the difference between coming from a creative place or a place from a fear. And if you were to say, no, I, I don't operate from a place of fear. Well, do you feel re being ridiculed? Do you feel being judged? Do you fear a lack of something, a lack of money, a lack of, and that's really where it comes from. When you're starting to look mm -hmm. at your competition, you're, you're, you're comparing and then you're coming from Driving a place here. of lack. Oh, well, I'm not as good as that person. I'm lacking something. I'm lacking skills. I'm lacking money, whatever, right? Where when you're not operating from a place of fear, it's all about creativity and finding your own way. And then you realize there is no lack of supplies. There is no lack of customers. You just have to find your own way to create them yeah. and do something different. I love that. That's great. Thank you so much. I had a great conversation today. So I know some of our audience may want to learn more about you or your business. How can they find you online? Sure. They can find me at denisebopre.com. I'll spell it out for you. <laughs> D-E-N-I-S-E. Bobre is B-E-A-U-P-R-E.com. DeniseBobre.com. And all my services are there. My book is on Amazon.com. It's called Rise Above, Create the Abundant Life You Desire. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for a great conversation today. Well, thank you very much, Tara, for having me. It was great. A thank you, of course, to our audience as well. Both of us hope that you were able to take a few takeaways today to help you on your leadership journey. If you are a leader or leader-to-be, who knows that leadership growth is key to your development, please visit amplifyingleadership.ca, a twin life coaching and business services division. Until next time, please be safe and be an amazing leader or leader-to-be.